0: Body and welcome to the sunny 16 podcast this is show 307 my name is aid and I'm here with Claire how you doing Claire
1: I'm really well, thanks, Aid. Great to be here. I'm excited with the news. Well,
0: we do. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) We do have some breaking news. And um, who knew, actually? uh, Well, we did, obviously, uh, that Graham was out on assignment for us. Yeah. Uh, So he may not be here every week at the moment, but he's still a beloved part of our team. And he has been out and got us a bit of a scoop uh so i think um i think we, we'll have a chat afterwards because we'll need to listen to this yeah. and, and 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 we'll need to to talk about it but i think right now i'm just going to hand over to graham and let him go with it here you go everybody here's graham
2: breaking
0: news
2: Hey everybody, it's me, your newshound, Graham, back from beyond uh, wherever it was I went to, with a breaking news flash. Because only I, the newshound of the Sunny Sixteen team, can be trusted with breaking news. And here with me to break this news is the fabulous Michelle Parr from Harmon Technologies Slash Ilford Photo. Michelle, how are you? Uh, <laughs>
3: I don't think I can follow that as an answer. <laughs> <I'm> pretty good, Graham. <laughs> wow, that was um.
2: I did warn you. Well, you,
3: you did, but yeah, I don't think you warned me quite. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, I'm good. Busy, crazy week, mad, mad week. But, yeah, good.
2: good. A very, A very exciting week for you guys. Um, so as this podcast goes out, hopefully, no, definitely, because it'll all be perfectly timed. Um, the, will, the announcement will have just gone wide about a new thing that you've got happening. So, Michelle, tell our audience what's new from you guys.
3: So, we're adding to our product range, um, expanding our product range, our Kentmere product range, with Kentmere 100 and 400 in medium format. So, right. we're really excited, really looking forward to it. A bit more budget friendly film. Yeah. yeah. There's something for everyone in there now.
2: Yeah, this is really great news. So, um, for listeners who will be obviously very familiar, I think most people will be with FP4 and HP5. But not everybody realises that the Kentmere range of films is also produced by you guys up in Mobley.
3: Yeah, so it's made at our site in Mobley on exactly the same production lines as our FP4, HP5 and the rest of the Ilford films are. goes through all the same quality checks um, and it's the same team that that are behind it, the same guys that work on our Ilford films also work on all of our Kentmere films. So yeah, we're, we're really excited about these, you know, aiming at the budget conscious photographer and students and you know but people that want that consistency um of performance as well as a good quality and at a good price so yeah can't yeah. wait
2: so kentmere 100 and 400 have been around in 35 millimeter for uh, a really long time now actually isn't it how, do you know how many years that they've been in production for because I... <laughs>
3: yeah, i'm just thinking when did we bring kentmere over we bought camera i had that information right. so we bought camera in 2007 Climate mm-hmm. technology so at the time it was um there was no films in the range um i can't remember when we first bought them How about the films we we had we to mess about with some of the paper ranges because not everything came over and on and that so yeah. Do you know, Graham, I haven't got that in front right. of me. That's
2: But it's been a good long while. It was rebranded. The product line was rebranded. Well, even that must be, what, three, four years ago now.
3: Yeah, it is. It's, it's probably five, actually, which is oh, scary. Man. I think COVID, everything kind of blurs a little bit into one. Um, but, yeah, we did the rebrand where we tried to aim it more at students, at education.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you know, we know that a lot of colleges, universities budgets were hit. those that traditionally used our hp5 our fp4 and they were their go-to films um were struggling to be able to supply within their budgets so they were looking for something new which is why we rebranded the camera and aimed it at that market but you know as you always do we aimed it at the student market and it was adopted by street photographers some professional photographers have really liked it and some people who just like the look of it Mm -hmm. it's um know it's a little more edgy looking but it's still fine grained especially the hundred it's still got a good good sharpness to it good tonal range um and it's still quite quite forgiving on the exposure latitude nowhere near like our our plus films are um but you know you can still get away with being slightly off and you'll you'll still get a workable shot it's it's not a professional film. It's not like the deltas where you have to be exact on everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so yeah, it's, it, it's a really good quality film. So. Yeah.
2: So yeah. Um. Let's uh, let's talk about the films. because I think you're in some ways slightly underselling it. So you very kindly sent me a couple of rolls of each of the um, 400 and the 100. And I have actually shot. Listen, <laughs> listen. This is what I've been doing. When you don't have to record every week, you can take pictures. It's amazing. Um, Thank you so I have shot, uh, I think I've finished and developed one roll of each um, and I've got another roll of each nearly finished in, in the can um, at the moment um, and yeah I, so I think the results, so look, first off, hands. Hans um, I put my roll of 400, my first roll of 400 into a Lubitel. now um, I, I don't know why I did that, I, it seemed like a it seemed like a terrible idea at the time, but it seemed like one of those terrible ideas that I was about to do. Well, I
3: it, love my Lubitel. I've told you about nothing up with
2: it. I know, but mm. you also don't use your Lubitel because it's held together with well, sticky tape. That's
3: true.
1: <laughs> that is true. Um, yeah.
2: So, yeah, so I shot my first roll through the Lubitel and that was, you know, the results were... The results where the camera didn't completely punch me in the nuts were good. But um, the roll of 100 that I shot through my Bronica ETRSI, which I'm going to say is quite a lot better camera. And I actually took the camera with me when at the local camera club that I go to, we were having a go at messing around with some studio lights one evening. Now, this is not something I know anything about. So we were trying to figure stuff out. Anyway, by the end of the evening, and I was doing most of this with digital because I I would be insane to be doing that all on film. But by the end of the evening, I thought, oh, we're kind of getting there now. So I shot a few frames on the Kemia 100. And um, holy cow, those results were really lovely. The tonality, the fine grain, just really really nice. Um I I was genuinely super impressed and I would have been super impressed if I got them on FP4. Um <laughs> I would have been very happy with that. So um I mean you said about the differences between I, I suppose the like the main one that people are going to be thinking about is the difference between the Kentme and the HP5 and the FP4. So talk to us going a, a bit more about what I guess what you're going to gain by spending a bit more from on buying those more professional films
3: yeah i mean we've so when we've we've done all the comparisons and everything before we've brought it to market so like i said they're not the films are not intended for the professional market um but with i mean we've not seen your results graham but some of the others we've had back from other people we sent it to are almost too good the Mm. better than we we were hoping for Um, so if you were to compare so to FP4, HP5, the one to 400. Kevin um, seems to have a little more contrast to it. Yeah. Um, little more grain, although, again, in medium format, that's not always, and especially at the slower speed at 100, it's not always immediately no. noticeable, but it is there. There's a little more grain. There's a bit more contrasty, which is why we find street photographers seem to really like it. Um, and people that like that high, higher contrast look, uh, seem to be adopting Kentmere films more but on the same thing you've got that less less of latitude for exposing, for pushing, for pulling um, we'd, we'd always say don't push, you know, HP5 we've seen people push it up to 64,000 I, I wouldn't do that with Kentmere but saying that, some of the results we've actually seen back yeah. um, I can't remember who it was one of the guys had shot it at box uh, pushed one stop to 800 and I think he then pushed it three um, it was a 400 so he pushed it to 800 and then to 3200 mm-hmm. and the images at 3200 were really nice so even though we're saying it's, it's not got that latitude actually people are still pushing it still yeah. experimenting and they're still getting really nice results and we'll be sharing over the next week um, on the Instagram primarily quite a lot of the results that people have, sh- have shared back and are allowing us to put out there so not just from our our shots internally um although there are a few of those and um, none of mine because they were shot on a a very dodgy holger that's very old
2: <laughs> uh glad to see you made the same quality choice that i did
3: yeah yeah they're, they're not pretty but um there are some from the shop internally as well as mm-hmm. some from others so yeah i mean if you're going to compare them, the main things I've probably compared them to, and they'll come out really favourably against, or any other budget black and white films of a similar price point. So. Yeah,
2: yeah. In my in my limited experience with it so far, um, I think, as you said, it's that it's not going to be quite as forgiving um, in terms of the exposure range, and I can fully believe that. When people put in the time and the effort to really experiment with shooting and developing, you probably can do some amazing stuff with it. But yeah. it's not going to be quite as easily bulletproof as some of the yeah. other ones. Um, no, definitely not. But um, yeah, give it. I mean, it's it's the the launch time is in some ways has made it quite difficult because like outside shooting with it at this time of year, you've either got no, not very much like or really contrasty light,
3: which is which is why. So we've sent it. Um, literally around the world mm-hmm. um so we've sent it to people in obviously the us which is our biggest market um latin america we've got people in europe we've got people in who've took it into studios we've had it taken onto a film set um, they'll be getting shared um, so we we have got a real range and actually some of the studio images um which i I'd, I'd never if i was going into a studio i'd expect to take that with me or but the Kent the studio images on Kentmere are absolutely mm. stunning. Um I was just trying to think who did we get studio ones past? Oh, there was a couple actually. It was Is it Craig, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Craig Fleming. Yeah. Um he actually did some testing for us and we got some really beautiful images from him. Mm. Um, but yeah, so many people and just we're seeing so many different styles, which for us, is is really good to see because I think we're we create images our way, and it's really good to see what other people are doing it and what they're and actually getting their feedback. They like this. They they think this works well. They'll try this again next time, and it just gives us a bit more knowledge to go to go out with it and you know and, and see what comes from it. You know, any feedback that we get, we can share. Um, with, with other people, sorry, yeah. people asking me about. I'm getting image, emails through. What am I doing on here? <laughs> I'm
2: emails, no Some please look glazed, at your attention. <laughs> yeah. No, but it is,
3: that, and we've done it right this time. In the past, we've launched the product. Um, the pop up dark rooms were a great one. We launched the product expecting to have stock mm-hmm. ready to go within a few weeks, and mm-hmm. it was three months later. Where is this? our dealers our distributors have all been on board from very early on yeah they're aware of the product they've all kept it under embargo for us i'm saying this now hoping that it doesn't leak in the next <laughs> in, the, in the time between we're speaking and it goes live but and then there our, our distributors in other countries have obviously shared it with their dealers who have again kept it quiet maybe passed it to some influencers or some people mm-hmm. shoot it so there's been loads of people involved and the fact that it's actually not leaked is pretty impressive and the stock's there it's sat in our dealers in our distributors waiting so we've done it right for a change yeah, it's ready to go the it's... stock's available you know hopefully it'll be on some people's christmas list this year
2: yeah um, yeah it's great i want to get back to the fact that you know you've referred to this frequently as a student film um which of course it, it's a great student film it's a great it's a good film all around i will definitely be buying more Kentmere There's no With two ways to it. With student around.
3: discount card, of course.
2: With my student discount card. I know I look very, very young. Um but
3: well, I'd say mature student, but I'm not sure about the mature, but
2: <laughs> I'm an immature student. Um one of the things that I wanted to talk about, because it's something that I really appreciated and again I think it makes it really um newcomer friendly is the handling of it. I <laughs> Loading 120 film onto a reel is can be hit this this. Mean, with 35mm, it's easy because you can just start it onto the reel before you turn off the light or go into the dark bag. It's easy. But um, 120, there are different thicknesses. There's some, some of them are curlier than others. I have found that the Kent Muir 120 film has been the easiest film to load onto a reel that I have dealt with in forever. It's been fantastic to handle like that also after drying it tends to lie really nice and flat which makes it great for scanning now i know these aren't the things that people think about when they're buying a film but actually they really make a difference like it's I, i know it sounds tragic but the two times i've developed those films i've been like is that is that on is it is it that easy am i just oh my god that's done this is amazing um and it's it's a small victory but boy does it feel good and again like i said same with the scanning just dry them and cut them. So, oh, these just now lie, lie nice and flat to scan. Yeah. Oh, it's dreamy. It does make
3: a difference. It does. It really does make a difference on that. I mean, 120. I suppose it. It's like you say. You can't start it off outside. No. Um, <laughs> outside like you can with a 35 mil. You can't get it lined up into the yeah um, into the sprockets. into the sprocket. So yeah, it's all done by by feeling. It, it is that as you're holding it to get it lined up through the first um lugs or the pegs whatever people call them yeah it is that but i think i'll be honest i haven't noticed the difference between that and maybe the fp4 or something but mm. maybe i just don't notice or
2: well i think but that's the key thing though isn't yeah. it you haven't noticed the difference because the the base that it's on is a nice thick quality base yeah,
3: it doesn't feel thin and
2: nasty no. No, and- i agree and some of them do. Some of them, when you go to use them, like you will shoot well, but you'll come to handle them and they are thinner. And that means that they flex more when you're loading them and they curl more
3: when you're trying to... Uh,
2: yeah, yeah exactly. These are things you have to take into account, especially if you're just taking your first forays into medium format, because it can be quite daunting. I think making that transition more so than it needs to be, but it, it is quite daunting. Um, and so having this as a... a, a more affordable option so can you remind me michelle because i'm what is going to be the difference between the recommended retail price for the kent 120s and and the other films in in your film lineup
3: so we don't set uh rrp okay um it's not something we've ever ever done um let me just have a quick let's see where this is because i have a feeling we we kind of have some so I'm sure we did. I'm sure the US we were expecting it to be sub six dollars in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way exchange rates are at the moment, you'd expect. I'm just wondering what <laughs> sub six pounds are. in the UK. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is horrendous, really. Um, let's have a look what the others are on our side at the moment.
2: Yeah, you sell you the stuff sell. on your own site, don't you? So you must have a... a... Yeah,
3: we do, we do. But what we, we purposely don't, because we've got so many dealers out there mm-hmm. who do such a good job, we purposely don't undercut the dealers. So
2: mm-hmm.
3: actually, our site, it shouldn't be particularly more expensive, but it's not necessarily going to be cheaper. So but I was just AFOs. trying to get a...
2: Do not shop yeah. at elephant.com
3: Well, no, it isn't. Because we don't, we don't want... You know, our dealers do such a good job. We don't want to undercut them we yeah. want people you know if there's someone on the high street they can go and chat to somebody and um and talk about the products and things like that then for us that's perfect so yeah i mean fp4 at the moment on ilford photo for a single roll is just under six pounds 50 mm-hmm. this will be closer to five
2: okay that makes a so, difference if you if you get into a lot of film that starts to add up pretty quickly
3: it really does yeah it does make a difference and obviously we do and so do that doesn't mean our dealers will sell it at that price um and we we can't set and we don't do map pricing in the us we don't set pricing in the uk it's up to a dealer what margin they make i'm sure they'll all be fairly similar um the hardest thing at the moment is trying to align prices around the world with exchange rates messing about a little yeah. bit because obviously we don't want it's been massively cheaper in one market or another so yeah trying to get that so yeah we, it should be five to six pounds euros they're all fairly dollars yeah um a roll. so yeah definitely more budget more in line with some of the other not as high quality budget films out there <laughs>
2: <laughs> i couldn't possibly comment um and as you were saying before this film is available to buy now, people can go to yeah. their favourite um, retailer, be it online or bricks and mortar. or yeah. um, And it should be there. Available in all good retailers, I believe. Is In it? all good
3: retailers <laughs> and all, yeah. Distributors. Um, orders have been going out literally for a couple of months around the world. So places furthest away have had the option to order first. And then it's got nearer and near. And we know that um, places in the UK have been taking it in the last few weeks to get it ready to get it on their shelves mm-hmm. and I imagine as we're talking now they'll, they'll be going live on their websites. everything's there everything's ready
2: yeah, yeah awesome cross. so is there going to be plenty of this stuff available
3: <laughs> yes we, I say yes um, <laughs> you did say yes
2: I've recorded it, it it
3: is available it is in stock um obviously you know we can't it's one of those we can only guesstimate what what we expect sales to be. Um, I think we've fulfilled all of our distributor and dealer orders, so hopefully there's enough for everybody. Um, yeah, I, I I don't I'd be very surprised if we run out in the next hour.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Good, I admire your confidence, Michelle. That's fantastic. I mean, how uh, just in general. How is the supply situation at um, Elford headquarters? How are, how are things keeping up with all the other things that you sell?
3: Yeah, I think it's improved. Um, there's still a massive, massive demand, which is awesome. And we're literally, we're working with, we have extra shifts. We've got our manufacturing, our um, film finishing and everything are working extra hours, longer shifts. Um, and producing more product than they've ever done, which is considering the age as well of some of the machines.
2: (laughs) Did you say the age of some of the machines or some of the stuff? Machines. Oh, okay.
3: Machines, (laughs) Um, our engineers and things that work with them and keep them running. And So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really nice place to be that demand is so, so strong. But, yeah, at the moment, we're just about keeping on top of it, we might have an odd thing that goes out of stock, but it's back in very quickly. It's not, you know, like some other companies we don't have things that disappear from <laughs> months, to months at a time
2: wow low blow <laughs> low blow. <laughs> i mean i expect that kind of thing from uh, for you michelle oh. <laughs> you know we're,
3: we're, i just like to think that we're more organized than that and know the market
2: <laughs> i will be forwarding this show to andy that's <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: Hi, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, and Andy's actually got his wits we were chatting via um emma actually at analog wonderland Mm-hmm. Um we were talking about some old um posts that we'd shared and things like that. You know, the the try something new with the TRI and those sort of ones.
2: Yes, I <laughs> recall. I recall.
3: And, and and time for tea, I think it was, with some delta on it and stuff like that. And um Andy sent one back with with kind of having a bit of a dig at us and we were like, yeah, it's not as good as that. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah. bless them bless them no. they're,
3: they're,
2: they're, they're yeah. getting there <laughs> right i think i hope yeah i just want to actually take this,
3: the time we don't mind
2: yeah absolutely you know i just want to say something I'm, like referring to the quality of the ilford films i developed um a role of fp4 uh, not fp4 plus fp4 no. which i think and you can correct me if i'm wow. wrong this Are is from the 70s I, yeah, I guess it must have been 70s or 80s because it was I think Ooh. it was last produced in, what, 89, somewhere around there. So a film that is 30-plus oh, yeah. years old and um, they still came out real good. <laughs> I was That's like, amazing. wow, how is this 30-year-old role film? Old,
3: and we get people that send things into um, farm and lab and it's things like there's some with Bob Dylan pictures and they've been submerged underwater. and the, the, Hang on, has Bob Dylan been
2: submerged underwater? All the pictures. Well, I don't know. Important the distinction. The
3: images had been in a cassette that had been submerged, and it was like forty years old. And i are like, you, we believe these pictures. I don't know how they knew, but they got images of them, and they were good images. Yeah. They were, yeah. You know, they weren't pants. They were, they were good images. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Yep. I don't think you know. That's why film lasts, isn't it, people? Yeah. You know, the negatives don't go away they don't as long as it looks after they don't degrade they don't not in the same way that a hard drive or yeah or digital storage would do so they
2: it's yeah. unlikely to suddenly and unexpectedly catastrophically fail
3: yeah you're not going to get the blue screen of death or something like no, that are you?
2: no so but no um Maybe? a few questions so, uh oh, no. <laughs> because obviously as is always the situation whenever you bring us something nice we always have to go mm, yeah well what, now? What, now? <laughs> what, what what next what more so the obvious first question is can we coming to 120 is really great news um mm-hmm. what about four by five because boy would a another good budget option in four by five be nice is is that a thing we might see
3: no, not this year
2: no. not this year you mean you're not going to squeeze it in between now and Christmas? God, lazy Elfin. Oh, no. <laughs> but, um, But it is something that's on the... It, there's a, uh, geez, you always say, well, anything could happen. <laughs> anything could happen.
3: Anything could. You okay. haven't seen... Honestly, one time, game I will share our list. Matt, I, myself, some of the others, we have a list of products that we want mm-hmm. to bring to market. And we show that list to... R and D to manufacturing (laughs) to tech, and they look at it and go, no. Yeah. (laughs) you know, I have 150 items, and they go, no, 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 no. And then, then we get a shorter list, and we we kind of start off big, and then our real ones that we want are maybe in the middle of there somewhere. But you know, we've been pushing for some things for a while. We've been pushing for others, but we need resource. We need materials. There's a lot of things that go into it, also. There's things we'd like to do there's things that are on the radar there's yeah. lots of things that i can't share with
2: you so. okay that's fair enough. okay <laughs> so you've just brought out new awesome budget film and obviously the kept me in 35 and has been around for a good long time and it has been a film that i have seen widely used and is a very popular film um but now we've got this budget film it, and again i appreciate these things might change anytime are we likely to be seeing an increase in price on the other lines in films anytime soon
3: I'll be honest, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't seen anything that says there's a a, a price increase in front of us. Or, yeah. but I'd be surprised if there wouldn't be more at some point. Only yeah. because knowing what materials have gone up, um, all the, you know not just silver, which is obviously a massive thing, but knowing how everything is isn't been increasing, I'd be surprised if we don't see something at some point. But I've, I've not seen, I can honestly say, I've not seen anything yet to say we were having a price increase on this mm-hmm. date, on this date, on this date. There's not a plan. It's not, let's bring out a budget film and hide the others up. That's kind of not where we are at the moment. Plus, you've got a lot of film shooters on our site. So you can imagine the conversation as soon as price increases are mentioned, they get us all going, no, mm-hmm. because we all shoot and yeah, we, we get a staff discount, but. It's a discount. It's not a staff free account, unfortunately. That, that is
2: outrageous. I cannot. I, you hear about people working in chocolate factories and they get free chocolate. How are you not getting free film?
3: I know. Well, we, we do get to test some films occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we to, if we have to do a test for a certain product or a blog, mm-hmm. then we can. Then we have to use film, of course. But but for a lot of our personal stuff, yeah, we still buy film. So for us, we don't want the prices to to increase. So yeah, yeah nothing. It's not It's not a little ploy to suddenly go, oh, let's put the prices up because we bought out a budget. But Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't like to guarantee there will no, no, be uh, no price increases.
2: In the year 2022, <laughs> guaranteeing no price increases would be a fairly insane yeah. thing to do. Yeah, um, I think I'll
3: probably do that for the end of this year, for the rest yeah. of this
2: year. <laughs> um, you've got Kentmere Films. You've got Kentmere Paper, um, mm. Budget Paper. Is there any plan to look into, because um, the other area that you deal with is, of course, the chemical side of things. Are we likely to start seeing Kentmere appearing in other areas of the business?
3: Maybe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, to be you fair, that- I do keep asking you questions you definitely can't answer.
3: <laughs> you, you know that list we talked about?
2: Yes. Yeah.
3: yeah. And there is, I saw a comment, um, we've put a teaser out tonight on Instagram just to say something is coming soon. And apart from actually putting the date in UK format, which is quite yeah, funny, totally blew
2: a lot of people's kind of minds.
3: Oh, one, twelve, twenty-two, and everyone's going, but this is past. I'm like, no, it's UK. Yeah, um, then,
2: well, been... not just UK, all normal people's way. <laughs>
3: you can't.
2: <laughs> oh, it's the January the thirteenth of. It's like nobody speaks. Like it's that. like Come do, on do, do,
3: do. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's quite a lot of people on there going, "Is it color, peel apart film, sheet film?" Um what else is in there? chems, is mm-hmm. it so is this and we get asked them a lot and yeah, quite often we'll go, no, 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 no. But we've we've kind of gone, no, no, not yet, maybe. It's a and some of it's just a tease. Um, but yeah, there there's are so many things we've got on the pipelines and resu- resu- resource, resource, um R and D or technical or finishing or pilot coat lines even technical for anything we look to bring through they have to test it it has to be tested under all different circumstances Mm -hmm. things have to be aged and um um i'm hoping you can't hear what's going on in the background here so (laughs) sorry if you can but um um, so yeah so yeah we have to do all of those things Um, so yeah i'm I'm not going to say no but
2: I'll leave it as a maybe. <laughs> yeah, just slow burn and bringing new products to market, especially those that involve a lot of RD, d it's, it's a real long-term process. I was gonna say actually on the Kempia paper, um, because you also sent me because the Kempia paper has been around for a good long while. Um, it's it's all yeah. um resin-coated paper, isn't it? The Kempia stuff? It is all
3: resin
2: at the moment. Yeah. Um all resin at see. the moment. You heard that, she said of at the course, yeah, we heard that <laughs> there, at the
3: moment. Yeah. Just so people go, Ooh! Oh, what's going now yeah so we do that in the glossy and fine luster which is basically pearl yeah and again it's, it's a good paper isn't it,
2: it is you know? so i'd not shot with it before or not printed with it before um not for any, it's just it's one of those things that just wasn't been forefront in my mind but you sent me a pack and uh, the other evening uh, actually a couple of other evenings cuz it took a real long time i was trying to print a negative now this was a negative that was actually shot on 35mm um Kentmere 400 and it was it's one of those things it's a really lovely picture but because of the reasons that you mentioned earlier the high contrast and also the fact that I shot it in a really high contrast backlit situation I ended up with this negative that I, re- I mean like the thing is the amount of detail actually in there was incredible when you pulled it out but boy was it hard work getting there anyway I spent freaking hours hours getting this print oh, like working with it awesome. on um on multi-grade deluxe and figuring out how long and the dodging and, and, and did it and went okay i'm happy with that I that's as good as i'm going to get it and thought so, oh, i've got that Kentmere stuff here i should give that a go i thought there's just no see. way it was late at night i thought i can't go through all that again so i said you know what i'm just going to stick it in and give it exactly the same treatment same time's everything okay. as the multigrade deluxe and just to see what happens and my expectations were this is going to be a disaster and the, the results were other than the warmth of the tone <laughs> the, and is the, the deluxe is, is yeah the, the camera is noticeably cooler but other than that like in terms of, of um the uh exposure it's almost identical I was, I was genuinely blown away by well,
3: that it's interesting because yeah I mean we normally say that it takes a little longer um but you're right it's definitely a cooler much yeah. much cooler um base on the chemo but yeah it's, it's still a good weight it's still a very contrast. you can go right you can get all of your grades from there so you can split grades you can do whatever you can do mm-hmm. on the multi-grade it's just a bit more budget mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Uh, I think with the paper, the the way that I noticed the budgetness in there wasn't in the end result. It was more in the process because all of the steps need longer. The the paper needs longer in the developer. It needs longer in the fixer. It just needs more time. And if you're doing a lot, that's going to sort of slow you down a bit and slow down the process. But yeah, the end result from it was was really good. Um, And again, like... (laughs) If you're at a stage in your printing, which I still very much am, where you're just burning a lot of paper, I don't even want to think how many sheets of Multigrade Deluxe I got through, an upsettingly yeah. large amount. And, it's when that, again,
3: and for colleges, for unis, for, for people starting out in printing that want to learn the skills, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, It's a really good paper. There's nothing wrong with it. it, it like, say, you get the full range of tones, you get the full range of grades if you want to use your different grades. So yeah, it is, and it's just a bit cooler, and just takes a little bit longer. We find sometimes for the print to come up, but yeah, still, yeah, nothing. And it's nice to have that range now. So like you say, you've got thirty-five mil, one twenty. We do the bulk, and then we've got papers and sheets in different sizes and boxes. And so it, it's starting to feel like a real, a real range as well. So
2: yeah, absolutely. Kentmere is a brand that should not be overlooked, not be ignored. Um, whether you are new to any of these formats or to printing or whether you just want to to try and bring down your expenditure on it you'll get good results from these things like genuinely good quality results and all right they might take sometimes a bit more care and thought than you can get away with with some of the other things but yeah you're going to get good results from them it's um it's a fun thing you've got
3: good results then
2: Exactly. If I can get good results, then literally... I was
3: trying to lead you to that without actually saying (laughs) this.
2: It seems like you very much actually did say it. One final question then, Michelle, although I'm concerned that you you may have already given your answer. Because this is a budget film, we're talking about medium format, and being honest, by which I mean do not say Lubitel or Holger, what would be your recommendation? If if somebody's only ever shot 35mm before, what would be your recommendation for a good... First medium format camera on a budget
3: on a budget i'd probably look for one of the ashkas yeah one two four g you can't go wrong with them the workhorses um yeah on a, a starting one that they're, they're a good one i mean i'll be honest a newer louvital or something like that if you're really <laughs> no, budget no no you're
2: losing the audience like, <laughs> you're
3: <they're> losing <laughs> but yeah i mean yeah I, i'd quite like one of the and I know a few people in the office who've got um, Yashica, or, if you wanted a TLR or the Pentax, but they're quite big, the 6.7. Mm-hmm. They're always popular as well. So, but yeah, there's yeah. still a lot out there. And there's a lot of bargains out there too, although they are, like, I think, going up in price now, so
2: yeah I asked this it's question definitely. on Twitter a while ago and I think one of the one of the recommendations that came up I mean the the, the Yashikas, and looking out for good price I mean I've got a couple of Yashikas, I love them they are phenomenal cameras um but a really good budget way into it is the folding cameras I mean you need to yeah. you need to do a bit of research into it because they are there are hundreds of different ones out there and they are very variable in the quality but yeah more than any other Medium format camera. You're capable of getting. You can buy cameras with good optics that can produce really nice results for very, very little money. Um, so
3: yeah, I think a lot of them. You have to just watch as well because some of them aren't 120. Some of them are 126 or a
2: yeah, slightly different. 620.
3: Get, yeah, yeah, 620. You know, you but you can get adapters and things now yeah. to actually shoot. So so yeah, I mean, just give it a go. It's it's hard then, I think, to step back but I shoot them for different things. So, so yeah. Just yeah. Give it a go.
2: Give it a go. Michelle, it, a go. it has been an absolute delight. I cannot wait to <laughs> shoot more of this film Um, because I definitely will. I look
3: forward to seeing you uh, share the images. And don't forget to use the hashtags Kentmere, hashtag Kentmere100, Kentmere400 and Kpan100 and 400. Kpan. <laughs> KentmerePan100 and Kent pan 400 mm. which is we'll- a happening.
2: <laughs> will do until we get to talk about whatever the next exciting thing who knows who yeah. knows who knows mm. um there's always something new coming from you guys and i love that um michelle thank you so much
3: thank you graham it's really nice talking to you
2: <laughs> you have to say that i don't yeah
1: <laughs> I think Agent Graham did uh, really well with that uh, scoop. Um, Agent Graham, lovely I like with that. chat Michelle. <laughs> with Michelle, sorry.
0: I like that. Is he like Agent Shadow now? Is he wearing a hat yeah, and, a, and Graham, a coat yeah. and stuff so he's like that? Yeah, still out
1: there. Yeah. No, really great news. And I was just thinking, as I was listening, um, that that film might be good for me for some of the projects I've starting next year, you know, my Ooh, life. Yeah. I was thinking it might, and especially since I want to do medium format as well, um, so it might be good to use possibly for lower long exposures in lower light for me. What do you think?
0: Ah, I think you should <laughs> rush to your nearest Ilford Stockist and and <laughs> uh, and and put a deposit down on a brick of film. Actually, it's Kentmere. You won't need to put a deposit. You can just buy it, right? Because it's Kentmere yeah, yeah. and it's affordable film. <laughs> I so, like Kentmere. Yeah, no, really, really interesting and and great, great to have have more products. Um, It's really I I always love, you know, uh, announcing new product, uh, new products in the film photography world, because when Graham and I started, we never ever thought we were going to be able to you know announce news right I remember the first time we ever <laughs> had like news it's like something good yeah. and newsworthy happened in in the film photography you know arena and we were we were shocked and stunned and we never figured that we'd end up being a news podcast but um it's all right. so so to this day right I know it's many years later and I know there's been a massive resurgence in analog photography and I know you know I know things are, are, are yeah. more boomy than, than they've been for a while but I still really find myself, you know, absurdly pleased to be able to announce new products
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Graham out on location
0: and Graham out on location. Oh, you gotta love Graham. <laughs> he can't stray. <laughs> to, he can't stray too far away. You know, he, he's, he's connected. He's connected to yeah, us or yeah. to all of us here at, at Sunny Sixteen, Graham. Yeah. We can't operate without you, buddy. So anyway, yeah, so, so that's interesting that you might use that for your project for next year. I know you're not quite ready to talk about that yet in detail because you're still at the planning yeah, I'm phase. I'm still
1: planning, but... but I was just thinking that's a, an, a, a a possibility, isn't it? So
0: yeah, absolutely. It, is. Yeah. it can be useful lots of things, actually. I think that's yeah, It's been great. Yeah, yeah. Great. All right. Well, there we go. So I don't think we can top the news um, and, no, and I haven't no. had time to fully digest it yet, but we've got a couple of other quick things to talk about.
1: Yeah, a couple of things. Um, one thing, actually, because I know we we were talking a couple of weeks ago about things that inspire us, and also it's coming up to Christmas and photo books. And I know there's a actually an award, isn't there, in in, in the Sunnies? But I know one one book I'm going to buy for myself um, as a Christmas present is a book by a, the a Portuguese photographer um, called Henry. And I might be pronouncing this incorrectly, but Henry Henry Prestes. Um, And his his book is called um, We Were Born Before the Wind. And it's 50 50 pounds. Um, But if you look up his work, I've really admired it for a long time. Um, It's very moody and and, um, very evocative. So I I sort of put that forward to to, to listeners to maybe Mm -hmm. look it up.
0: We'll, I was put born... in, we'll put a link in it. We'll put a link in the show notes, uh, listeners. Please. I just can I just say even before we talk about the photos, there that I love yeah. that name. Just the but the name of the book. Say it again. It will sound better in your voice we than it will in mine. We were
1: born before the wind.
0: <laughs> we were born before the wind, and that's that's lovely. I like that. um And those images are, it, are on his website are just yeah. awesome yeah they're, they're, they have a very painterly quality about at least some of them do anyway um yeah and um the lighting is amazing and just yeah phenomenal nice wow. isn't it excellent lovely. yes i think do you know what that that <laughs> looks like it might be a lovely book uh yeah so, mm. so
1: that, that's my presence to myself and then i was of, I was like looking around for what um, exhibitions that might be on at the moment or coming up. And so if anyone's in, in London, um, I think it's the last, very, very last day or two of um, an exhibition in the V&A, Known and Strange, I think from um, a oh. collection of images, um, some of them from Elton John's collection. He's got a phenomenal um, collector of ph- photographic work. I saw um, oh, a load he- of work. I, don't think yeah. I knew that. Yeah, I didn't know it. I saw an exhibition in the Tate Modern a few years ago and he'd loaned all the work and the the Ooh. work that he had was just astounding, you know. So that's on its last days. And then there's a um another one in the um National Portrait Gallery in London um on until February um I think the 19th of February 23 by Chris Killip, a retrospective of his work. And I looked it up and it's um shots in the 70s and 80s um in northern england and it was around kind of economic changes and how it affected people and i thought the work looked really lovely and and very interesting so i i will try and get to go and see that mm. one in the new year so there's there's exciting things on coming
0: up <laughs> do you know what i it's I, I got out of the practice i was uh, of mm-hmm. of going to see shows like that um I guess partly in the pandemic, you know, because I used to work in London quite a lot and now I yeah. don't go to London so much anymore. And of course, I've had a few years out of doing that anyway now, um, or a couple of years out from doing that. So I don't get to go out as much as I'd like to. Maybe that's something I should make a a, a proper effort and commitment for in 2023 is to go out and see more shows. Yeah. 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 I do, I do, um, I do think about, uh, how it is that is best to get inspiration so so you know I'm you know, it's no secret that I don't do social media really um, <laughs> and so uh, and and I don't yeah you know, for me that's a personal choice right it's uh, and yeah. it's no reflection on what anybody else chooses to do But I I, one of the things that I found was when I used to do things like Instagram was it was very difficult for me to find inspiring work. And I think (laughs) particularly that was not so much to do with the photographs that were posted on Instagram necessarily. I, I, I had a real sort of Cognitive issue with the interface with Instagram. I literally the signal to noise ratio on Instagram is appallingly low. The amount of actual photography that you could see, and I'm talking way back, I'm sure it's changed a lot yeah. now. I hear yeah. they don't yeah. even do photos anymore. Right. <laughs> um, but the the I found that I couldn't see I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't see the imagery and appreciate the imagery because I couldn't get it to go bigger and there was so much text and nonsense yeah. around yeah. it Um yeah. I, I, I so anyway yeah. so that's that's just a you know a a slightly non-random complaint for me but I I think you know actually going to see art shows, exhibitions mm-hmm. and things like that is such an amazing way to get inspired and such an amazing way to learn yeah totally you've, you've got me hooked claire you've so- sold um, i think i will need to um, and also, go and, and also, see lots of shows yeah
1: and you're and you're close to london so you're lucky because i i actually really love the national the national gallery as well as the national portrait mm-hmm. gallery but i find you can get inspired by paintings as well and i love if you ever go i love the sackville room and there's three paintings in there that i love one oh. is the big whistle jacket horse painting and i can't tell you what it is but i always love that picture (laughs) okay and then one picture is um it's called the archers and i think it's by rayburn and if you go in there it's like of two young brothers about three and it's it's quite haunting because i think they're about 17 and it was about painted about 300 years ago
0: right so you think
1: they they will have had hopes dreams and all these things and a whole you know and then they're no longer but anyway if you that painting is such a brilliant to me, anyway, every time I look at that picture, I think of autumn because it's oh, the light, okay. the lighting in that picture, the the way it's been painted is great, is is wonderful, and I really like Turner as well. Mm-hmm. It, and there's a Turner in that room as well, and um, again, his his use of um, paint and and stuff is, is I, I love his work. In fact, I think there's a there's a an, a Turner exhibition I think mm-hmm. coming to one of the galleries in in london anyway okay. okay yeah but anyway, so there's this yeah you, i think paintings
0: do you know what 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 i i did do you know what, uh, yes to, totally mm-hmm. with you um and especially with the way that light is treated so i guess yeah. a lot of our our listeners will be familiar with the term rembrandt light yeah when you light a portrait and you 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 light one side of, uh, of your subject's face quite quite well and the, the other side is lit much less well but with a little triangle of light over their eye. Um, and, you yeah, of course that comes... It's called Rembrandt lighting, right? Because it's some part, part of the way that Rembrandt used to paint. But there are so many uh, amazing artists and especially like the, the artistic... Um, I don't think you'd call it a style technique, maybe uh, of chiaroscuro, where you have very, very dark shadows and your subject is it, it, you know, almost to, there's no definition at all. And you can mm. have you know, huge swathes of canvas with very little definition in them, but then the yeah. subject will be bathed in the most beautiful light uh, and really stand out. Um, and I, I think that that's something that has, has inspired me as a, as a technique uh, yeah. uh, over the years. Um uh not not in the painting sense in the photography sense but you know, it, or, no sorry it inspires me in the painting sense but it inspires <laughs> me to do photography uh so yeah okay well they uh, that's so oh, well you'll just be hanging around and, and you know hanging around trafalgar square then waiting for the galleries I'll just be to be on that open. train
1: to london all the time
0: <laughs> well yeah, it'd, it'd be nice like, to keep you in yeah. the country for a while <laughs> instead of going off to spain and france <laughs> and all those other places you go to it'd be <laughs> nice to nice to see you <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay right so well uh, a couple of other things i guess just a couple of uh in-house mm-hmm. messages you know um uh, before we shoot off this is a a a, a uh, an episode that is very much focused on the news that we've just broken or that graham has just broken for us yeah, of course yeah. um so uh just a few messages um first of all uh it's harvest uh as the it's the cheap shots yeah. challenge at the moment um and we would love for listeners to send us their harvest themed photos uh by the 11th of december please that's um, and uh, I can never remember the rules. What do we say? You have to send your two best for your two favourite photos yeah. um to your on an email to Sunny sixteen podcast at gmail.com. Have I got that right?
1: You've got that right. And and to tell us what camera um that you shot it on. Yeah. Yes, uh, and that sort of information. And um the cheap shots challenge is what um we tend to stick to the same cameras and it's a camera thirty pounds or less, isn't it? Is yes. the kind of rule.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Although we are a very inclusive team. And if you can't, because it is sometimes difficult to find a working camera for 30 quid these days. So if you're new and you didn't buy your Cheap Shots camera many years ago, like a lot of us did, um, then it is okay. Um, We're not going to exclude you just because you paid (laughs) £31.50 for a camera. We're We're not that kind of people. Right. Everybody is welcome here at Sunny 16. Okay, so there's that one. And then last of all is, of course, voting for the Sunnies. Yes. Have you voted for the Sunnis, Claire?
1: I haven't yet. Are we allowed to vote?
0: I don't know. Can it's we, our show, we... right? It's our awards, Sarah, really. It's our, yeah. it's our yeah. show. We're not voting for ourselves, are we're not we? are not voting so... for ourselves, no, but I wasn't sure if we were
1: allowed to vote. So I think I we probably voted. should.
0: I think, I think we should.
1: <laughs> uh, I
0: haven't <laughs> voted yet either. Um, so, uh, yeah, we have t- a, a little bit of time left for that. We've got a couple of weeks left for that yet, so mm-hmm. no no particular rush. Um, it'll only take you, ooh, uh, I don't know, five minutes to to, to vote in the Sunnies. It's a Google form. When you click on the link in the show notes, it's a go- it takes you to a Google form and as you might recall we have seven categories this year mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it just you know uh, answer the questions on the form as best you are able and uh, then we collect all of that information in the background. And then we compile that for the awards ceremony, uh, which is going to be our Christmas show this year.
1: Yeah, that'll be nice. It will. Yeah.
0: I'm looking yeah. forward to that. It feels like such a long time since the last time we did the Sunnys. You know, I think it was 2019. I think it was three. I've never
1: years ago. done one. I've never done one. <laughs> you can enjoy
0: it. You have to dress up. Um, you know, no, you don't have to dress up. Yeah, you, you, you don't even have to bring booze. Or that 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 does help a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that'd
1: be nice. That'd be nice. Just before Christmas. Right before Christmas.
0: Uh, i think, yes it will be right before christmas uh, yes, just on the it'll be it'll come out a couple of days before christmas i think um so that's all good right okay and anything else what was that i think that was our whole list I wasn't think, it for today
1: I, I, yeah i think that's it actually i okay.
0: think that is okay well <laughs> short and sweet from you and i then um yeah, because we've been sat down awesome. recording we've done all of about 15 minutes of recording today <laughs> um but it, it's good to see you um and uh it's good to be able to to uh help ilford uh, break their news upon the world which is fantastic mm-hmm. look forward to using the kentmere in medium format and we'll be back next week folks take care and see you later Bye-bye. bye bye <laughs> bye